Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to another podcast brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. I'm the producer, Rachel Smith, and I'd like to welcome you to this podcast. But not only to this podcast, if you're living in Hong Kong, you are also welcome to come to our free weekly workshops, details of which may be found on meetup.com or on our website, hongkongstories.com. Don't worry if you don't have a perfect story. Just come and tell us a true story about you, and we'll help you make it the best story you can tell. And you're also welcome to come to one of our shows. We have live shows held at the Fringe Club at the end of almost every month. Details can once again be found on the website hongkongstories.com. Now, this true first-person story was told in front of a live audience at the Fringe Club in Hong Kong. It was told in October for a show with the theme of After Dark. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. Now, here's Xiao Mai. I am standing at the edge of the water. The water is dark. I can tell. The water is deep. And it is dark all around me. I'm holding a six-year-old girl in my arms. And I know that I have to throw her into the water. But I just can't bring myself to do it. I start lowering her gently into the water when I hear, cut, and the director walks over. Salmai, you're supposed to pitch her in. What's wrong? And I want to answer, you know, it goes against natural instinct to pitch a little girl that is clinging to your body into deep, dark water. We are filming a historical reenactment of the Vietnamese boat people's story. The video begins by following a family's journey at sea. I'm in the role of the mother. The family is crammed inside the hull of a boat with other refugees. They are approaching the Malaysian coastline. Finally, they've survived. But the Malaysian authorities refuse to let the boat dock because the refugee camp is already overcrowded. So the captain decides to sink the boat to force the Malay to accept them, even though some refugees may drown in the process. In the scene that we're filming, the boat is sinking. The dad jumps into the water and yells at the mom to throw their little daughter for him to catch. Now, the set for this scene is relatively simple. There's a large wooden board standing upright at the edge of the pool. On one side, you have the ocean, on the other side is the inside of the boat. And in the middle of this board, they cut out a square, which is the window. My starting position is inside the boat, near the window, with my little girl. When the director says, action, my husband jumps into the pool, surfaces right underneath the window, and I have to throw our daughter through the window into her father's arms. Now, the first time I read the script, it didn't cross my mind at all the technicalities of throwing a child basically through a hole in the wall. I just thought, I need to be a part of this. My mom was among the 800,000 Vietnamese boat people who fled the country after the war. The story of her survival at sea was part of family dinners since my childhood 
it weaved itself into my identity. But there was more. This video was to be released on World Refugee Day. With the current humanitarian crises around the globe, I saw every day pictures of people again crammed into boats, again drowning at sea, huddled in camps. At the same time, I heard anti-immigration discourses that shook me to the core. And I wanted to respond to those discourses in my own way, by conveying through my body what it means to be a refugee. So I prepared myself meticulously for this role. But I knew that a large part depended on how well I connect with my little girl. So the first time I meet her, I work on gaining her trust. We draw in her coloring book together, we play tag, we run around making faces at each other. Then I stop being silly for a bit while I'm having my hair done. And she watches my transformation into a Vietnamese woman of the 70s. And she tilts her head, she smiles, climbs onto my lap and snuggles into my arms. And I think, yes, now we're ready. I hug her tight. I smell the back of her neck as though she were my own, and I savor my moment of triumph. But when comes that crucial moment when I have to throw her into the water, I freeze, and the director is not impressed with my performance. So I try to refocus. I remind myself of my character's intentions, I imagine how it must have been like on that boat. I remember details of mom's voyage. She was 15 years old, without her parents, without her brothers. The rations were depleting. The boat was caught in the eye of a typhoon. The propeller broke. The waves crashed against the deck, tore at the electricity wires. The boat was plunged in complete darkness. And mom, she stood on deck. I suddenly feel in my bones how strong mom was at 15. Her desire to live free out overpowered all instincts to stay safe. That's the strength I want to convey through my character. My little girl and I are now back in our starting position. Action, dad jumps, we run towards the window. I think about the urgency of our survival. I swoop her up and I tell myself, pitch her, pitch her, pitch now. And I did pitch her and she did fall into the water. I also hit her head against the wall in the process. <laughs> the director runs towards the pool. The little girl's real mom pulls her out of the water and comforts her in, in her arms and they all rush towards the changing rooms and I'm left to sit alone by the pool. I toy around with the water. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I try to rewind the scene and understand what went wrong. When I lifted her, her body tensed up and it became so heavy, that's why I missed my throw. Maybe I was using too much strength and it scared her. Something's off here. Maybe strength is not what fits my character for the scene? Then it hit me. Wait, 
Mom was not yet a mother on that boat. You need to tune into what grandma was going through. Okay, so I'm grandma now. It's typhoon season. Pirates are roaming the coastline, targeting refugee boats. When they board, they steal everything, murder the men, and take the women away into prostitution. And my 15-year-old girl is asking me to leave on that boat, even if it means leaving without me. And I say, yes, sure, go. How did grandma do that? In a way, she was pitching her daughter into the ocean. What was grandma thinking that last night before her daughter boards the boat, when she stayed up late to sew a few American dollar bills into the inside of her daughter's shirt? Then she sent her off and just waited for news, if ever any news would come? No, 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 Salmai, we're not talking about strength here. Strength is not sufficient to sustain a mother through this. It takes, it takes love. You must be convinced that pitching your daughter into the ocean is the best that you can offer her at this point in time. My little girl returns on set, and she's avoiding all eye contact with me. <laughs> We're ushered back into our starting position. All right, everyone ready? Action. Dad jumps. We run to the window. I look back at my girl, and she's staring at me with real apprehension this time. <laughs> but her eyes tell me that even though she's afraid, she has no other choice but to trust me. And something in me just cracks. And I fall to my knees. I cup my hands around her ears to tune out everything around us. And I say, Con ơi, mẹ thương con nha. Hey baby, mommy loves you, okay? And she doesn't understand Vietnamese but she must have caught the tone. Because when I lift her, she folds herself lightly against me, and I'm able to slip all her body through the window. Then I pitch her, and I see her sink. Dad struggles in the water to find her. For one second, our eyes meet, and I see his panic. Oh God, our baby, I lost her. Finally, she resurfaces, and Daddy wraps his arms around her and sinks into the water to keep her afloat. And she raises her arm towards me, opens and closes her palm, signaling, Mommy, come, your turn. And we hear, cut. The director's voice reached us from very far. It called us back into the present. Because for a moment, we were that family. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this story brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. 
If you want to know more about learning to tell great stories, visit us on hongkongstories.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to share it with your friends. And keep an eye out for our weekly podcast published every Wednesday. Everyone has a story to tell. <laughs>